Good morning, New Life. I'm Amy Richards, and I serve as a large and small group leader for elementary children. Um, I'm missing them terribly right now, but I am so thankful that I can be here with you today um, to continue in our devotions in 1 Peter. Today we'll be in chapter 4, verses 15 through 19. Let us begin. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or as a busybody in other people's matters. Yet, if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this matter. For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? Now, if the righteous one is scarcely saved, where will the ungodly and the sinner appear? Therefore, let those who suffer according to the will of God commit their souls to him in doing good as to a faithful creator. These verses are so full. And when I began praying over them and studying them, I took notes and had questions for pages of them. And for any of you who know me, you probably aren't too surprised by that. Um, if you ask any of the children, I love to talk. <laughs> and so um, I wrote down a few things that I hope will um, speak to you as they have spoken to me. Um, so let's just begin. At, at the beginning of these verses, Peter kind of goes over what I would call kind of like suffering paperwork of sorts, kind of like check your suffering here, folks. Like, let's see, why are you really suffering? Are you suffering because you are an evildoer or you're a busybody in other people's matters? Like, are you bringing this suffering upon yourself or are you suffering because we live in a broken world? I feel like once we can answer that question for ourselves, then we can move on to what Peter is also saying. We can tackle the next kind of step in these verses. Peter says, if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but to glorify God in this matter. It's not fake news that there is a lot of suffering in this season of our lives. People are suffering from a mysterious illness, People are suffering from anxiety, from fear, from loneliness. Suffering is real. And Peter tells us, do not be ashamed. Do not be ashamed in your suffering. Own it. Embrace it. See the opportunity in it. Our suffering comes as an opportunity to, as Peter says, glorify God in this matter. Peter goes on to say, therefore, let those who suffer according to the will of God commit their souls to him in doing good as to a faithful creator. This is our chance, Peter says. This is the end. Act now and act fast. Entrust your soul to God. Suffering and all, no shame, Leave it there. Leave it all at the altar. Give your life to God. And when you do that, 
I believe these verses will call you to do something deeper. Peter, Peter paints a picture of us unashamed in our suffering and trusting our souls to God. But the words that really struck me in these verses were, if it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? Verse 18 goes on to say, if the righteous one is scarcely saved, where will the ungodly sinner appear? I'm barely sliding into home plate here, folks. But what about that T-baller who doesn't even know how to run the bases yet? Look, if we're Christians, it's our calling to love and show joy like Jesus. Let Jesus shine through us. That means even through our suffering, through our unashamed, I don't know what is going on here, but I trust you, God, kind of suffering. Our first step is to make it around those bases with joy, even though it's exhausting. Our second step is to lead the other players by example and encouragement. And most of the time, we're not on a clear diamond-shaped path. But after we let go of our shame that we carry, or maybe it's even in the midst of letting go of the shame that we carry, we need to lift up, as Peter says, those who do not obey the gospel of God. We have an opportunity in our suffering to take action. Get on your knees, close your laptop, turn off your TV and pray. And I'm not just talking like, I'll pray for you or I'll keep you in my prayers kind of praying. I'm like talking like, raw, unfiltered, unashamed, bases loaded, two outs praying. Deeply pray for that person. Pray for that family member. Pray for that friend. Pray for that neighbor. Pray for that coworker. I suspect you know who I'm talking about. Pray that God will reveal your role in that person's life. Pray that you'll be brothers or sisters in unashamed suffering together. Ask God to show you what it looks like for the three of you to walk together. I know this season is hard for a lot of people in this world, but it is my hope to you, my fellow Christian soldier, that you will completely entrust your suffering to God and then ask him how he can use you to shine his hope and his joy to that person that he's put on your heart. Let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, God, you are so, so good. The fact that we can find joy in suffering is such a blessing in this broken world. Your love for us is beyond great. God, help us to use our suffering for good. God, help us to see that our suffering is what it is and open our eyes to those suffering around us. Let us not be ashamed of our state, but instead use our faith to find ways to glorify you. Father God, open our arms to that person. Allow us to be real and raw 
to speak our hearts to their hearts. And let us listen and hear the ways you are calling us to commit our souls to you. Let us entrust every single piece of our lives with you. Thank you, God, for the insane love you have for each one of us. In your name we pray. Amen. Have a great day, new life.